Welcome to this episode of the Inkblot for the Nine Trials chapter, The Great Sausage Caper. Our post-play conversation talking about the game, chatting about the topics of the day, and catching up between friends, and certainly no metagaming. The conversation is already in progress at the Inkblot, where everyone sees the picture a little bit differently. Yeah, so I just had this image of, like I said, Kirsch with the fork pointed towards the door with this angry stance defending her her home, defending <laughs> her ground. I mean, the last yeah. thing that went in that wasn't supposed to be there were the cockroaches, and that made her pretty upset. So that was my train of thought. Yeah, it was just a really cute image of um, <laughs> Kirsch with that fork. I can almost see it like in like, what holding it in both paws kind of thing <laughs> and you're like on your hind legs and you're holding it like above your head <laughs> and you're just about ready like to crack crack um crack whoever came inside over the head with um your little your little fork yeah are you still wearing your little hat <laughs> that's right i don't know i i feel like my guess is that I probably like took it off before I went in the restaurant because mm. I feel like that would be a dangerous place to lose it. Um, and then I probably tried to grab it before we left. That's my image of the thing, but you know, that's also, <sighs> yeah. I like my image that... is that she just like left it to the side of the door and then like grabbed it while they were zooming out. I did say that the little old lady was scratching you on the ear, so... Yeah, so that's why I was thinking, like, maybe it just fell out then, or fell off. Access to your head would be important. Mm-hmm. Oh, you literally turned the tables on that poor little old lady. I really bad. <laughs> I just, like... Like, when you said that there was more sausage on the table, I was like, oh, I should probably get that, but that involves being mean... But that also means that we can make our escape a little bit better, even though I don't want to be mean. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, decisions, decisions. Yeah, like I literally was thinking about it as soon as you started describing the table. So there's a problem. <laughs> Her fate was sealed. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. All of these people Back are being it. betrayed by cats. <laughs> I know. I think the next place we hit up for food it's going to have to be some other place <laughs> besides <laughs> yeah. that poor sausage restaurant because we have just terrorized them so much. I mean, if we go into that back door and start meowing and trying to look cute, they're just going to throw stuff at us. Yeah, I think I think they probably have trust issues now. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, the so. cook does for sure now. Hmm. <sighs> gonna have to find some way to um either try to hit the grocery store or costco across the street <laughs> or um or that deli or that, or that deli the sandwich shop next door you know the deli with the best sandwiches so when mm. you asked me what it was it completely took me back to high school oh. right off campus about half a block away it was a guy's house. He converted the front of it to a deli, uh -huh. but he also made the best sandwiches. Oh. And it was ostensibly a deli, and he you know, he just sold cut meats and cheeses and a couple of fancy condiments, and it wasn't anything super fancy at all. 
but the the sandwiches were the best and his wife baked the bread and it was kind of an institution in in high school when you were a senior and you could go off campus for lunch and you could go and get a sandwich from Otto's and he would just (laughs) let kids sit on his front front lawn and eat sandwiches I don't know how he got away with it with the neighbors because it's not the kind of neighborhood that would enjoy that but yeah (laughs) that's pretty i have to admit that's kind of a cool like high school hangout kind of a thing yeah uh yeah i remember there was this place do you know where like the 99 cent store is well if you're familiar with the arcadia area um there used there was um across the street from the 90 a 99 cent store that's off of huntington um there a long time ago i think it was called um Oh, so it was some kind of mom and pop sub place. And mm. they, yeah, the, the, it was just a little hole in the wall and they just had the best sandwiches. And anytime we would come down, um, to Arcadia or we, cause, uh, my dad worked, um, used to have his office around there. Mm-hmm. Anytime we went down there we'd oh, submarine express, that's what it used <laughs> to be called. And, um, yeah, it was just the fact that we were like, we have to go there. It's kind of a family tradition. And the best places are always those little mom and pop places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every little town needs one. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm trying to remember, there was a place near where my mom used to work. She used to work for, a, um, way back when, she used to work for a headhunter company. She did their books. Um, fascinating business. Uh, What's there a was, headhunter company? So what they used to do, I, I met, this is a long time ago, y'all, um, before the interwebs. If you needed to source someone specific for your company, you would hire a headhunting company and then they would cold call other companies and cold call people at work and be like hey do you like your job would you like a different one (laughs) and basically they would broker the deal between companies so it was kind of like a hiring service but they were pretty much actively if i remember this correctly again this is a a six-year-old remembering this Mm. they were actively poaching people and they had regular clients who would call them and say i need a i don't know an engineer or i need a i don't know whatever uh and then they would go and find it because there was no linkedin there was no resume database if you know you were looking for an engineer, you had to cold call a bunch of engineers. Yeah, but yeah, there was um, a pizza place <laughs> down the street that I was trying to remember. But uh, yeah, it was the best. Anyway, go on. Sorry. So um, oh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just always those little. I mean, those are the places that I remember the most, especially mm-hmm. when I was young. Um. Uh, my family and I used to go up to Lake Arrowhead and there's, I think a lot of those restaurants that are up in that Lake Arrowhead, uh, Blue Jay, um, is a smaller town close to it. Um, they had like all of those little mom and pop places and hardly any of them were like, what is that called? Like, uh, big chains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was like no franchises. 
but uh, the food that you get from those places. But, you know, it's kind of sad that we've really picked on the sausage place so much when there was a perfectly good grocery store across the street. (laughs) There was that sandwich place that we could have gone to. A little too late. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah. The poor cook. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what is it? The, 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 the um, the stories of those who trust too many, too many cute cats. <laughs> who knows? It might start getting around the neighborhood. You've been spotted a couple of times doing mm. things. Yeah. Which is kind of how this game came about, because it was a game that my husband and I, I think I've said this before, used to play with each other. You see cats having conversations and they see you and then they split like in opposite directions. Or you see three cats running down the street together and you're like, what are they up to? (laughs) What is the cat business that they're up to? What is that about? You never told me that. I don't think you told me that either. No. You've, you've never, have you ever that. seen that where you see like two cats yeah. talking in a front yard yeah, yeah. and then they see you see them and they just take off? I feel mm-hmm. like the most amount like, of backstory you told us about it was that I think you originally had planned it to be a picture book. And yes, I, I was going to write a, I was going to write a young adult book. Mm. Yeah, called but The Nine for, Trials. But that's something that's you, something you and your husband do. Anytime like you're like, mm-hmm. like seeing two cats, you just create this whole story and back and mm-hmm. uh, backdrop for these <laughs> cats and their cat antics. Wow. What sealed it? And we we sat in the car. He pulled over and we watched this. It was fascinating. It was a pack of raccoons. Wow. And it was at the park at the end of the street. As you guys know, the the map is based on my neighborhood. It was a park at the end of the right. street. And there were, I don't know, three or four large, very large raccoons that had crossed the street Uh and they left a little one behind and he was tiny and he was sitting you know on his back legs on the edge of the corner and just rubbing his hands together looking very anxious and you could tell that he was like trying to you know oh god i gotta cross the street and the other raccoons were just sitting there waiting for him like come on dude cross the street already (laughs) and they waited for a really long time and it almost looked like they were encouraging the one across yeah. the street to cross and it just wouldn't cross. And finally they were like, Oh, forget it. And boom, one by one disappeared into the sewer. Mm. And the last one waited for a couple more seconds. Couldn't take it anymore. Boom, down the sewer. And after seeing its friends, or family maybe disappear this little raccoon finally ran across the street didn't bother to come up onto the sidewalk just kind of like belly slid into the sewer (laughs) and we're like what kind of business is that did he have to like prove he could cross the street and then that's how it all that's how the whole trials and raccoon mafia and oh my gosh that's brilliant i love the little behind the like behind the <laughs> um, behind the scenes stories that I you can't get. I can't believe I hadn't told you that. No. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I can't yeah. remember what movie it was, but I think it was Steve Carell. Maybe it was Date Night. And one of the things that him and his wife like to do is that when they went out to dinner, 
they would like sit down and kind of people watch together mm-hmm. and they would try to create this whole backstory about the two people that are out to dinner about, you know, oh yeah, she definitely had to like quickly run home after, you know, a long day at work and she had to um, get all ready for this, um, this first date that they're on. Mm-hmm. And I could just see that, but except instead of doing it with people, you're just doing it with different animals that are yeah, in yeah. your neighborhood. Well, you guys know there's a real dirt cat. I've told you yes. that. Yeah, there's a real dirt cat. There is? Yeah. Is that something you told us? Okay, when did you? I don't remember this. I feel I like you've said it a couple times in passing, either like during D&D or during Kids on Bikes. I, I know that you would see them while you were out or like while you were on your phone talking. Oh, as opposed yeah, to, maybe. I so took maybe a picture it was Kids on Bikes. Um, yeah, it's a total Where's Waldo situation. He disappears into the dirt. You have to zoom <laughs> into the picture really hard to see him. It's adorable. Poor little dirt cat. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Dirt Cat, he went mm-hmm. off. So he went off to, on this um, stakeout mission. He um, did. Is it going to be just whatever you want happened to him, or are we going to have to roll for that? Oh my gosh, that's an interesting question. I, to be perfectly honest, from a GM's perspective, there were just too many cats. Um, yeah, no, it makes sense. There was just a lot to keep track of, and it, to be real, putting myself in dirt cat's position he's not going to be able to run into a restaurant snatch something and run out he's not going to be any good to you guys so he he, thinking about it wanted to make a choice where he felt like he was going to be the most useful yeah that makes sense Uh, because he doesn't Mm -hmm. feel very useful right now because he knows he's hurt um i don't know we can discuss that we do you want to do you want me to narrate that out? Do you want me to tell you the result of it? Do you want to discover what happens? Well, I mean, actually, that's I want him to that be is. okay. <laughs> A part of me wants to be like, let's roll for it. And then when we get back, either Dirt, back, dirt Cat comes back and informs us of what happened, or mm. the squirrels come back. And mm. tell us of what happened. And it is kind of based on our roles. Or if you don't like, you know what? I don't want to prepare that much story. This is what happens. I'm happy with that too. I was yeah. just curious because sometimes with the little bit of DMing that I've done or GMing that I've done, it is tough to have like, okay, roll for it. And now I have to have all my bases covered depending mm. on what the roles are. I get that. <laughs> I've also split the party and I we have split the party and I split the party with with nobody else, right? So if he has a conversation with anybody, it's going to be just you guys listening to me for 15 minutes having a conversation with myself in three different voices. Yeah. Um so that's not that's not dynamic gameplay, really. Um let me you're correct. Let me ruminate on that for a week. If we need to do some some world building and some solution making for that, we'll do it at the top of the next episode. Mm-hmm. We can okay. have a separate Dirt Cat adventure if you like. 
or we can make what happened to Dirt Cat. You can discover it. If, yeah, if everything went south, that might be a thing that happens to where they don't come back. No one comes back. I can't see no one coming back. I, I would I would think that at least, you know, a few squirrels would come back to kind of like, tell us. What, what would that look like on Magnum P.I., right? Like, yeah. what, is, what does the end of that second act look like? Because we've had that conversation, so I'm watching way too much 80s television <laughs> during the pandemic. Um, yeah, let's let's think about that. Let's ruminate that, and we'll, we'll decide what we want to do, because Francis isn't here, so I want to involve her in that conversation, mm. okay. and uh, we'll decide how we want to play that out next time. Mm-hmm. And bottom line is whatever you feel most comfortable with doing, and where do you want to take the story? You know, we're the players in this world, but you get a, you know... You're the one who's crafting the world, which it's is your world. I'm just telling it. So, but it's collaborative, uh, collaborative friends, collaborative <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. Go team. Go. Go cats. Go. <laughs> um, you know, so we have um, to think of a yes. team name. We have, Don't, you know, no spoilers. Well, oh, well, no. Cause I'm thinking like, you know, what popped in my mind real quick was um i watch a lot of um i watch a lot of cartoons and mm-hmm. you know there's like mm-hmm. team avatar from right. um the last airbender um yeah. there's a whole bunch of different like yeah go yeah team no avatar, i know what you're talking about this. i can't figure it out right now but i totally know what you mean it's <laughs> yeah, gonna bother exactly. me now that i can't because like, <laughs> <laughs> i totally know what you mean <sighs> um if you would like this cat council to have its own moniker which may or may not have already going to be a thing um we can play that out for sure cool cool oh no don't make me play that out that wasn't something (laughs) i wanted to do at all darn it i have no idea what you're talking about why would we do that why would we do that i mean i'll do it if you want to it's okay Mm. Things we'll to look for forward to. We'll roll for it. Let the dice decide. <laughs> uh, I gotta walk the dog. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Thanks for playing, friends. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for tuning. Thanks for hanging out with us after the game. If you're interested in playing the Nine Trials, you can download it at our website, inkborn.studio or at HIO under Inkborn Studio. Check out Inkborn Studio on Patreon to support the podcast and help keep the adventure going. Until next time, friends, keep telling your story. <laughs>